listener production. Hi there, it's Andrew Shaw with the latest. Delays continue this morning for V-Line services across the border and northeast as trains slowly start getting back on schedule and very limited buses continue to transport passengers. It follows train staff walking off the job between 3 and 7am over an industrial dispute. Here is V-Line CEO Matt Carrick. Tens of thousands of Victorians will have their travel plans upset and our message to them is to say thank you for your forbearance and please plan ahead and avoid travel on the V-Line network if you The Rail, Tram and Bus Union isn't ruling out further action if the dispute can't be resolved. Wodonga Council isn't thrilled with Albury-Wodonga Health still considering whether to attend its regional health summit next March. They were asked during yesterday's annual general meeting whether it would happen. However, Chair Jonathan Green says they're still considering their position. Wodonga Mayor Ron Mildred has told the Border Mail it's a simple request. And $150 million has been set aside for worker housing across regional Victoria. Councils will be able to secure up to a million dollars for projects that will help businesses to attract and retain workers through the delivery of affordable housing. RCV Chair Marianne Brown says it's a good start, but hopes it's just the start of an ongoing funding stream. When you spread it across the state, it's not going to be enough to address all of those issues. And it needs to be a variety of housing for permanent workers, you know, with families, accommodation for seasonal workers, whether they be in the tourism and hospitality area or in the agriculture area. Wodonga Heart Football Club and Mount Beauty United Cricket are among 126 clubs successful in the latest rounds of Australian Sports Foundation's Active Kids grants. They'll be able to buy more equipment to help keep junior registration fees low. ASF CEO Patrick Walker says this round's come at a critical time. We've got some research that shows that kids from higher income families, 86% of those play community sport, whereas if you're a kid from a middle or lower income family, only 54% of those kids play community sport and that's what we've got to change. 